Welcome back to the Cow Rocks Out show with me and Isaac. Uh, check us out on our link tree at Cow Rocks Out. You can find the playlist that we have. You can find our socials and everything else that you want. And we actually updated our playlist recently. So we have new music uh, that I've added. I don't know if Isaac has added to it, but... I do have some new ones that I did find that I will add that recently just came out that were kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, just it's somewhat little random it's going to be a little sporadic because it seemed like everything that i had lately for some reason was like a hodgepodge of genres that decided to drop new albums so it was like oh this is cool song (laughs) surprise drop (laughs) dude my like play like you know your liked playlist or whatever is just so out of whack right now usually it's like you can tell what mood you're in because like all the songs you're liking at least you are in the same genre it might have been across the board whack <laughs> I, i've actually been listening to like a lot of like variety of stuff too honestly like i, I think i yeah like I've, I've always uh listened to like a variety of music oh yeah but, but like uh recently like it's been like just all all over because like usually for me you, everybody knows like i'm like emo pop punk but uh you know i've been listening to like a lot of like indie stuff lately and you know getting in the indie mood you know um, i can see that yeah, oh yeah. Like I know I've always loved indie music, like the strokes, vampire weekend, that kind of stuff. So the been, strokes was dude, a pretty good one, actually. Yeah. I did listen to that. I had a couple songs. I, I actually no, I think I did have it uh I think you did. This, yeah, on the yeah. what was that the top ten? Yeah. I, yeah, it was like way back in was the day. It Sunday oh, what is it called? Sundays for something. I can't remember the top of my head right now, but it was a pretty good song that they released off of that album. Yeah, it's a good album, actually. I actually listened yeah. to it fully. It, it actually took me a while because, like, I like the Strokes' old stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, like, when I listened to the new album, it was actually really good. I was like, wow, this is pretty good. It's different. Good. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, definitely good. It's just yeah. a little different than what you're used to for them. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I've been listening to uh, a lot of Wallows, you know, Wallows and The Regrets, uh, and they actually performed Coachella recently too. And so I've been Coachella. listening to like, yeah, Coachella. Uh, we'll get to that here in a minute because I know we, we, I've seen a bunch of cool shit on Coachella, so we'll get, we'll get into that here in a little bit. But, um, like, the music that I've been listening to has just been you know cross borders all genres like you know it's 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 fucking crazy dude and like um i'm still jamming out to the ngk album though i was just doing that to say yeah you're like just that's a it really is that was like a no skip album solid through and through yeah it's so good like i mean but i mean i know like i was so used to like tickets to my downfall but then when i heard that one i was like this is a game changer, you know. I was gonna say it's like okay, cool. I'm sorry, I'm done listening to like all like not done listening. Obviously, like if a song comes on from that album, I'm still gonna listen yeah. to it. But like right now, I'm like I can keep listening to that album, and I don't think it's gonna get old just yet. Oh yeah, like I, I haven't got uh, tired of it. Honestly, like, I still haven't got tired of tickets to my downfall. You know, no, like, there's a lot of good songs on that one too. Yeah, like I never got tired of it. Uh, but I mean, I think like the overrated album that, or an overrated band that, um, I know we're gonna go see next, uh, this month, but um, uh, is Fake Chance because you know, because I was a pretty, yeah, um, they just didn't really get picked up. It seemed, I feel like it's because they when they dropped it, it was kind of in the mix of everybody else's. So, like, unfortunately, yeah. when you you know you have your patterns cross like that when you're dropping all of your albums together with somebody else yeah i mean if that person likes them obviously they're doing exactly what we've been doing with mgk's album yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so 
it yeah. sucks, but they pop up. It seems like a few months later, and people are like, "When was this released?" <laughs> like, oh, dude, that's been out for like two months. Oh, yeah, no, I, I keep forgetting Fine. that. I keep forgetting that State Chance has a new album coming out. But like, I think mean, all the songs they've released so far for the new album has been pretty good. Um, but it's just like they their uh, popularity has grown to you know to the younger generation of our you know scene. You know, so like. Um, I mean, I still get in the state camps and all that, but like, I'm not really too much big into them as I was. If that makes sense, I was gonna say their older yeah. albums were pretty good, but I oh, feel yeah. like I mean, a lot of people have kind of changed their sounds a lot lately. Like, for yeah, instance, yeah. one recently that I've kind of noticed that's been doing it is the Palisades. Oh, yeah, I think we mentioned that earlier. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you remember just going and seeing that band. I mean, yeah, hell yeah, they were they're so good, pretty. Yeah, they're, they're good. Don't get me yeah. wrong, it's just it's definitely compared to what I'm used to hearing from them. It had a little bit yeah. more, I guess, rock to it. It seems like now they're kind of jumping a little bit more poppy, I guess, yeah. is the best way to say it. I don't know. You know what, you know what, though, uh, I think what was I saying? Oh, yeah, stay chance. So, like. You know that, that's how it is though like you know with with me because I, I love music and all that but like um you know i feel like state chants have gone a little like their, their popularity has grown so much to the point where i'm just like and eh, i mean like if they're there live i'll watch them if you know if they come on i'll listen to them but like i'm not really too big into them as i was because Mm-mm. you know i seen them open up for uh we are the in crowd like way back you know 2012 somewhere around there uh yeah it was a long time ago uh and you know that's you know when their older stuff like really slapped i was like oh yeah this guy's really freaking awesome uh and they still are but like you know their music hasn't been actually exciting me as much as they used to so it's like i guess like that's what happens like when you like mix genres of music right when you like listen to it and stuff so it's kind of weird yeah yeah kind of mixes together a little funny for you yeah, exactly. Like if I, it's like, man, it sounds like the same song I just listened to. Let's change it. <laughs> try again. Yeah, try again. The clock clock sounds the same. Uh, <laughs> ask that to my mom because my mom uh, always mixes up like the band. So like if we listen to like Fall Out Boy, she's all like, she's like, oh, this is Green Day, huh? And I'm like. Huh? Don't you love it when people do that? Yeah, exactly. Huh? What did you just say? Yeah, it was Not like close. Yeah, like freaking like newfound glory was on. She's like, oh yeah, this is yellow card. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, yellow card. No. Where's the violin at, bro? <laughs> it's like, His world smile is violin. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the f-? anyways, uh, but I- I'm actually excited for the Black Bear concert though this month. That, that that's that's yeah. gonna slap. Uh yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Plus, we got front row. It's gonna be yeah. yeah, it's gonna be sick. Uh, other than that, though, I know Coachella was on YouTube live stream like a couple weeks weekends ago. Uh, and we gotta talk about it, man because some highlights were pretty freaking cool. I don't know if you checked it out. I did um, not actually. You missed out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you missed out. Oh yeah. You know, okay. I don't know. I feel like I hate to say this. I feel like Coachella is one of those overrated things for me. Yes. <laughs> I hate to say that, but I feel like it got like too hyped up over the past what four years. It four seems years like it's that, kind yeah. Of, yeah, it just seems like, you know, it's great, like good for everybody else, but it's like for me, it almost seems like at that point it's like too mainstream, I guess is the best way to yeah. say it. I don't well, know. You know, you I get probably, bored of hearing of it all the time. Coachella yeah. this, Coachella that. Right, so. yeah. Well, there there is some people too, like on TikTok, uh during the weekend of Coachella where you know, they're saying, oh, here's a day in the life at Coachella. And just, it doesn't seem 
as glamorous than what it makes it out to be. So yeah, because like it's like it's like freaking war tour, dude. Like it's hot as fuck. That's a, I was gonna say that's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of sets you have to do. Yeah, freaking hot. Yeah, it's like so hot and golding yeah. outside. And I mean, like, yeah, they're undercover for a little bit, but that doesn't mean like the air is not dry as heck and yeah. still not boiling out. I mean, shoot, Warp Tour half the time was on blacktop for us. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like, I mean, it's just it's just weird to me seeing that kind of stuff on TikTok because like they give you behind the scenes. But other than the behind the scenes, though, I know like some highlights you know that we need to talk about is that uh, Doja Cat, you know, played. Yeah, uh, a set, whatever. Uh, she did pretty good, by the way. I like I like Doja Cat. Um, and uh, what's really funny though is that she announced that she brought the Mexican piece of back at Taco Bell. Believe it or not, she did herself. Yeah. So like, I think they they had like a partnership or something like that or whatever. Um, but <laughs> gotta they, make money somehow. <laughs> some kind of partnership because I know like she was like, uh, talking like on her TikTok, like, saying that she misses the Mexican pizza or some shit, whatever. Sure shit, the next day after her set, Taco Bell officially announced May 15th uh, that the Mexican pizza will be back at Taco Bell. That's... <laughs> just look at what can happen just saying that on a platform. Just I'm tell, oh, I'm tell you. I, I miss the Mexican pizza. Like, I feel like that, that's happened so often lately with, like, either yeah. old fads old food or tv shows exactly you know, like everything like it, it just you know it's great pops back in the limelight or whatever but it's yeah. just hilarious to think that somebody that has a very widespread on multimedia for social media in any way yeah exactly you literally can say whatever you want and be like oh yeah i would really like to have this back and then whoop, there you go. <laughs> it just happens <laughs> I'm telling you, the power Crazy, is social man. media, man. The power <laughs> is real, apparently. The power is real. But anyways, but yeah, so May 15th, uh, Mexican pizza back at Taco Bell. I'm actually really excited, dude, because like I love the Mexican pizza. I'm not I'm not gonna hold you, man. Like I'm not that's, the <laughs> hugest person for Taco Bell, honestly. I was gonna say you're not really a big fan of Taco Bell, huh? I mean, I'll eat it if I like if it's like mainly right. the only thing around, or like Rissa wants it. But like other than that, like it's not one thing that I'm like Taco Bell. Yeah, you're like now. let's go. Uh, no, okay, yeah. so I'm curious though. What what is your favorite fast food? Favorite fast food? Yeah, what is your favorite That's fast food? I don't think I asked you. Is it like are we talking a type or just in general, like type of food? Just in general, <laughs> I probably say honestly. I'm not too picky, but I do like Wendy's. Dude, Wendy's does. Slap. I do like Wendy's. I oh mean, there's, I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff there that, like, I would generally eat. And it's a pretty good restaurant. I can't complain. It's pretty good. I, I think the burgers are pretty good. But, you know, uh, yeah. they showed on a commercial too recently that they had the $5 bag and it comes with, like, the cheeseburger. The yeah, yeah. They got yeah. Like, the cheeseburger, the chicken nuggets, the fries, the drink. And I was like, all the things that I want. You can't pass up a frosty. Come on, dude. Man. I love the frosty. Frosty man. and French fries. Oh, dude, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's an American classic, dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I never liked it, but then when I was high, I tried it, and I was like, "Fuck!" You never. You never tried doing ice your vanilla frosty or chocolate frosty with your French fries when you were a younger oh, dude. kid. Never, dude. Like I no? always thought, it was, yeah. I always oh, thought it was my gross. sister taught yeah. me how to do that, and I try. I just tried it, and it's, I don't know. It's just like a good 
tasty treat. It's kind of like, you know, for instance, like the pretzel M&Ms. You get that salty oh, sweet dude, almost. Yes. Like, yeah, it's similar to that, oh you know, God. but it's ice cream. So yeah. it's a little different, but it's good. Same yeah. kind of reaction what you would like. Yeah, I'm what? surprised I mean, you never tried that, Kyle. Well, yeah, like, yeah, I never liked it. But then when I tried it, like, uh, recently, I was just like, wow, this is actually I guess, good. honestly, though, like, it's one of those ones, like, you're not like, oh, that, you know, like, somebody's like, yeah, what the heck, you know, go do yeah. this. Like, if you don't think about it to try it, like, I like trying weird stuff sometimes. Like, if mm-hmm. it's an odd thing at a restaurant or something, I'll, I'll try it once at least to see if I like it. But, yeah. I mean, that's fair. I can understand that. It's kind of kind of sounds a little gross i'm sure to some people too they're like dude that's that's you can't mix those together Mm -hmm. no try it well you know (laughs) like um i know when you talked about the the salty uh sweetness whatever yeah um, they do have like the rhesus pretzel whatever the pretzel dips whatever oh dude yeah i I have actually have it in my counter right now but like (laughs) i didn't know rhesus started doing that too yeah dude oh dude it's so i think all of them are just uh, copying each other now honestly they're like oh that sells all right here you go (laughs) yeah i mean i actually always like like the vanilla frosted pretzels you know that they have and like the chocolate ones yeah yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. The chocolate ones are good too. I like yeah, those. so like I've always liked that. So when they had like the Reese's one, they had like Kenya Glugger mixed with like the Crestle and stuff. I was like, wow, this shit is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, some of those. Yeah, some of those desserts nowadays, though, you got to be careful. They're like super dangerous. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. and some of them, you're like, you look at the back, you're like, oh God, why did I read that? You, you know what? You know what I did try recently is the new Pepsi Nitro. That they have i don't know if you've seen that on tv or like you know whatever. i've seen it but i'm not this is gonna sound bad i'm just saying <laughs> i don't like dark soda so i'm not oh, yeah. huge on so i don't really drink pepsi but like is that the i think i've seen it like that really blue pepsi can i've been seeing around yeah, yeah it, has, it says like nitro there's like a vanilla yeah, one I too think, but like yeah. i think i've seen them i obviously i've never tried it but i mean yeah cool i guess i don't know what does it taste like it tastes like sweetness and goodness. <laughs> is it still taste like Pepsi then? Because nitro. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, here's the what thing. What does that exactly mean, anyways? Well, I thought it was like a, a you know, like coffee, a coffee. right? Yeah, I, I yeah. actually, I think it is like some kind of coffee too. But like, because um, they make nitro beers, I know that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, kind they of actually, the same thing, right? Yeah, because like they have like the the um fucking the pdr the coffee pdr i never tried that but like they had like oh. that kind of stuff you know um but like the pepsi one like it does taste like pepsi and like it wake it wakes you up in the morning that's for sure <laughs> oh, yeah probably yeah sure. yeah it's like the but the nitro you know has i think it's just like a kick of like a lot of not only sure but like you know caffeine and stuff like that you know so like when you drink it you're like what the fuck like you're like punching it yeah <laughs> you're like punching uh but yeah those are pretty good so i actually recently tried those so if anybody likes pepsi i recommend that um but watch out when you open it too because like when i opened like two of my cans that i had uh they i mean they explode dude because like when you like open it like it has like that i mean it's not really explosion but like um you know just what you would get from like foam from a beer almost yeah yeah you know because like it has like the nitro so like when you open it you know, just like it seems like it explodes and like some of the fizz comes out and you're like, ah, oh, shit, like, <laughs> lose my drink. <laughs> I was like that when I first did it. I was like, fuck. You're like, dang it, there goes half my drink. Yeah, it, it was pretty crazy, dude. But like, no, they're pretty good. Um, 
but uh i know we got i know we lost track of the whole coachella thing but like but yeah so mexican pizza <laughs> the other highlights that um, i know you, you probably didn't see but i know billy eilish uh did uh, a whole set uh, she did like two nights in a row the one night um she did uh she put out um or she had gorillas come out what? Uh, yeah dana Algarn from gorillas they did That's yeah they did feel good ink it was so amazing like I mean, I watched it live stream and it was like, wow. I mean, I'd be about that, honestly. Dude, like, killer I, like, I like the gorillas a lot. Oh, like, dude, I know. I do too. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to see that personally, I think. I know, dude. Oh, dude, like, I know they're good lives. So, like, I'm trying, like, I know, like, when they, gorillas was like here last time, like, of several years ago, they were going to, they were like doing a show at Red Rocks. That show sold out so, like, in, like, not oh, even I'm two sure. minutes. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I don't yeah. think people would just be like, oh, I'll go the next time. Nope, they're buying tickets. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I couldn't go because, like, they were sold out. But, like, yeah, dude, that would have been, like, one hell of a show at Red Rocks so with gorillas. Like, fuck. Like, goddamn. But, uh, that, so that was kind of cool. And, like, the other, I know it was, like, the next weekend, but, like, um, she did another set. You know, saying whatever she brought out Haley Williams of Paramore to do misery what? business. Yes, and what? yeah, she just make friends with everybody before Coachella and just like, Dude, hey, can we do your song? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, how the fuck did she get? I mean, does she even like Paramore? Was the question. I was do you like, know who Paramore is? <laughs> yeah, I was like, do you know Paramore? Like, really? Like, I mean, I, I, I seen, I could see Gorillas, but like, and then like she brought Haley Williams. I was like, wait, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. What's going on here? I was like, are you emo too? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, well, she's going to do, do a genre change here soon. Uh, she's going to be like MGK. She's like unswitching exactly. genres. <laughs> Changing genres. So, um, yeah. Man. Anyways, but that, that was actually kind of cool. So really, I was still pretty good. I know uh, a lot of other ones like Arcade Fire. And I don't know if you know that band, but uh, oh, they played so. a set. Uh, they they've been around for years. Um, I know they like recently made like a quote unquote comeback. Uh, you know, because it's been a while since they played music. But uh, I actually knew Arcade Fire like since I would say oh oh three oh four, like way back in the oh, day. Oh wow! It's, oh yeah, it's a really wow. Yeah, they they they've been around for a long time, and like I've seen them play a set at you know on live stream on Coachella, and I never really got into them back in the day. But after seeing that performance, I was like. Wow, this is actually pretty lit. Like, yeah, I, like, what I the... can get behind this. Yeah, I, like, I can get behind this. And, you know, like their music's more like I mean, it's pretty indie, but it's also like kind of like that weird indie sound kind of thing, like er- experiment, experimental, or whatever. Ex- experiments. Yeah, experimental. Uh, and uh, I-, I actually dug it. I was like, okay, I dig it. You know, I dig it. Um, and uh, that was pretty good. So, like, there's like a lot of other artists that played that did pretty well. I, I would have to say, like, Coachella this year was pretty good watching it from live stream. Would I ever go to it? Uh, I mean, I would like to probably once, but like, it, I mean, it's expensive. So, I was just about <laughs> to say, I was like, wow, you're really going for the gold on that price tag. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I would love to go Lollapalooza, though. Where's that one at again? That one is. I think that one's in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's in Chicago. Also, Riot Fest is in Chicago now, too. Um, yeah, Riot Fest is actually pretty fun. I remember, like, when I went to Riot Fest, like, uh, man, it was a while ago. Uh, 
shit i can't remember the year but like it was that was actually kind of like a cool experience too but like it was also hot you know every festival you go to it's gonna be hot you know? boiling so, yeah i was gonna so, say dying outside and might as well just cook an egg on your back man honestly <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> it, yeah, a, you're just like wow where, where's this what is this burning i feel oh <laughs> my thing was is like you always felt it through your shoes oh yeah i know dude like uh Dude, you start standing out there and you're like, oh gosh, uh, my feet are like on fire. Yeah, like, dude, I remember like, I think it was like the last time Warthor came to town. Um, and, uh, you know, it, I, I don't think it was that bad that year. It I mean, was it pretty was, hot. It was hot, but it wasn't like. It wasn't mean death, like, yeah, it wasn't, like you said, but yeah. I mean, it was still pretty warm outside there. I'm pretty sure you still got pretty sun, like a little sunburn from that. Oh, one. yeah. Well, I, I remember like. I think when the main went on, like on the main stage, I was like pretty close to the front and like I can just feel the sun beating on my neck and I was like, oh, fuck. You're like, and this is how I get sunburned. Yeah, I was like, fuck, man. So, so you know, festival season is in full swing. I wish, you know, War Tour was still a thing. But like, I know Sad Summerfest is also a thing this year. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to it this year. But I know... Uh, Neck Deep was on that lineup. Against the Current is on that lineup. Uh, State Champs as well. Um, I think the Wonder Years is on there, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that would be, be a good one. I'd be about that, that. Yeah, like I, I think I've seen them on one of the days, but I'm not really too sure. Uh, Four Years Strong is on that one, I think, too. Where's that at? Uh, I, I think it's like they're mostly doing it like on the East Coast and then like some of the West Coast. But they're not like doing anything like in the Midwest or nothing like I that. Guess. Wicked, yeah wicked. yeah they never come to denver uh <laughs> but uh yeah i mean like you know if, if anybody's interested you guys can check it out you know i think you can google no, it i don't want to travel sorry <laughs> yeah, it's like no just forget no, I'm you're not gonna bring it to me i'm not gonna go to you sorry yeah so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it anyways uh but yeah so you know it, it was cool um mexican pieces back <laughs> anyways um, i know we were talking about movies too uh, before we yeah. recorded and you've seen uh the secrets of dumbledore yes good you movie said, yeah uh I, I, fair warning to some people if you how do i say this Jeffrey? it's a little dark yeah. i don't know it, i guess i told kyle the same thing there's some parts where it's just not quite the same Harry Potter vibe where it's all, some things are very glitter and rainbows, I guess, all the way yeah. through and through. And you don't see a lot of, you know, the bad side of the movies. Exactly, so I, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Personally, it just felt a little odd, but I did tell Kyle that it would tie in really well to mm. the last Fantastic Beasts movies that they've made. Also tying in, you know, having Dumbledore in there. It's in it. I, I don't know. I was really surprised because I didn't really know what I was walking into per se, because I didn't know if it was yeah. going to tell more about the Hogwarts side of it. But yeah, it either way, recommend going to see. Yeah, I really cool. enjoyed that movie. Well, and also, I know last time when we uh, recorded, uh, <laughs> I was like, so, uh, when you we, yeah, I was like, I almost like caught on my air. Anyways, I think uh, before. I think the last episode we talked about Morbius. Uh, I never got to see it. And here's why. Because uh, the theaters that are playing in our area, um, they play and like, they, yeah, dude, they like played like at weird times. I was I like, I saw I'm that like, too. Oh, yeah. I was like, because I, you know, I was going to go see it. I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. 
think yeah. we're gonna have to wait for that one to come out either on dvd or you go to like blu-ray or streaming service because like it seems like that did not do well at all oh yeah you can totally tell because they only showed like what like one showing was like at 5 30 uh, then <laughs> i mean i'm pretty sure they started doing that only a couple like a week after the actual start date of it because it wasn't yeah. showing very well yeah but i haven't heard a lot of people say oh yeah i went to go see it either so yeah you don't really hear much about it either which is pretty sad but i'm pretty sure like amc is like the fans have spoken (laughs) it is marvel so it's yeah so it'll go on to disney then here soon anyways i'm not sure because i know it's like a a sony owned movie yeah so specific oh that might be a little hard then because didn't they have the same problem with some of the spider-man ones like that too yeah it's it's weird because like you know Spider-Man is basically owned by Sony, so like they can't make that merge until I think I think they're gonna merge it next year, is what they were saying. But like um, yeah, it's just like the copyrights and all that bullshit. But like um, I did see the new Nick Cage movie, uh Massive Talent or whatever the fuck is called. <laughs> it's a lo- it's you a tell me, man, title. you saw it. <laughs> it's a long ass title. Uh anyways, now I seen the new Nick Cage movie and it was actually hilarious, dude. I, I went with no expectations. I mean, I'm not really a huge fan of Nick Cage, but like, uh, I mean, some of, his, yeah, some of his movies are like pretty good, but like, uh, yeah, that one was actually really, really good. It was, it was well made. I think, uh, Nick Cage did pretty good. Uh, I, I would say Certified Fire for sure. Uh, just certified because, it, yeah, Certified <laughs> Fire because like, you know, you, you, uh, you know, you need a good laugh here and there. So like, that's definitely good for a good laugh. Um, it kind of has like a little in the windows with, you know, Nick Cage's previous work and, you know, they have his alter ego as what's his face and face off, you know? <laughs> oh, Jesus, really? Yeah, it's pretty freaking crazy, dude. I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> or I, th- I think it's face off, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but like. Yeah, it, I'm pretty it, sure that's the movie. Yeah, it's freaking hilarious. So I'm just like. That's hey. an old movie, dude. That, that is a an old long movie. time ago. Yeah, because I know when they like, they you know, they mentioned it in the movie and I was like, oh, yeah, face off. Totally forgot about that movie. Like, you know, because that was like, what, at least was it in the 90s or 2000s? I think it was late 90s. I, wanted, I, I was going to say, I think it's the yeah. 90s. But yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah. And so like, uh, yeah, so all around good film. Uh, I mean, if you want to take your family with you, I guess you can. It's not really that bad. <laughs> but oh, it, no. it's. Yeah, it's actually not that, not too raunchy, not too. What was it rated? Yeah. It was, it was I, I think it was rated R, and there was like oh. nothing bad in it. It's kind of like, weird yeah. to think that some movies that are rated R are like yeah. way less worse than the PG 13 ones on some Yeah. yeah like, how like, did that manage to happen? Exactly. I was just like, why? Anyways, but it, it was good. Uh, I know I'm trying to see Sonic 2. That's what I'm trying to see. Yes, that yeah. looks good. Yeah, I haven't Sonic heard too much 2. about it, actually, unfortunately, from people. Have you? No, I haven't actually. Um, we when did that ask... come out? That came that out... Yeah, that came out like last month because I know Renee now. So, <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. it's Nate. <laughs> so, that's pretty good. Also, it's my birthday month. So, it's, uh, birthday it's, month. My, it's my birthday month. Thank freaking God. Uh, <laughs> anyways, are you um, do anything fun this year for it? Uh, I, I think we're going to be throwing a party again, man. Cool. Yeah, I think we're gonna do that. I think we're gonna and we be... get to go see neck deep, so it's like boom, boom. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling you, dude. Cool like, stuff. yeah, it's gonna be You're gonna it's gonna have a good month, cool. man. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's gonna be this <laughs> will all give for after this. Oh yeah. <laughs> should, we jump, should we jump into it? We should jump into it, man. I know. I feel like we've been talking for a long time. <laughs> Anyways, but 
yeah anyway so uh the soundtrack everybody uh now uh what was i gonna say uh we're gonna watch videos again on this episode the videos are back and so uh what's next on the soundtrack uh for this episode we got joyce nanner so like uh joyce nanner's been around for a while uh but they do have a new album coming out um and their new album is called 40 ounce to friend frenzo yeah, 40 ounces to friends, though. Uh, and that comes out June 10th. Uh, and the song that we're going to uh, watch and listen to is called Gotta Let It Go. Uh, and, uh, Let It Go. <laughs> that's what I thought when I first heard it. <laughs> anyways, anyways, we're going to play right now. So here's Gotta Let It Go from Joyce Nanner on the Kyle Rockstar Show on the soundtrack. Let's do it. that song and i like that video not gonna lie it kind of reminds me of weezer sorry the, uh, anyways what now <laughs> it kind of reminds me of weezer a little bit that's what i was saying too like it kind of sounded like a weezer song because like <laughs> well and i i like i mean obviously everybody else is gonna see the video but the video yeah. is inside of like a house party kind of thing and then you know that's kind of what you would expect in that kind of aspect for weezer so i don't know yeah. kind of had a Weezer vibe to it for me. Yeah, it gives you like Beverly Hills vibe. Exactly. Without, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah. Though. Without the Playboy Mansion. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's actually a good song too. Like I, I, I was actually kind of surprised because I've always been into like Joyce Nanner. Uh, I don't really listen to him as much. But when I heard that new song, I was like, "That's pretty good." <laughs> like, I was wow. About it. They progressed. Uh, but yeah, no, they're, they they're, yeah, they're, they're so good live. Uh, and uh, yeah, so the new album, 40 Ounce to Frenzo, comes out June 10th. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram, Joyce Nanner Official, and on Twitter by the same name of Joyce Nanner. Uh, and uh, go check them out if you haven't really listened to that. They're like the newer 
I feel like they're like the near like Midwest, you know, kind of shit, you know. Uh, so it's great. Yeah, <laughs> I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> we'll anyway, go with it. Yeah, we'll go with it. Uh, so next up on the soundtrack, we got uh, a band that me and Isaac love, uh, and actually I haven't really heard that much, but they have a new album coming out uh, pretty soon, uh, and Simple Plan. Uh, and I think this song is also on our playlist that features Derek Wigley from Sum 41. Uh, and we also love Sum 41. Correct. Uh, yes. And uh, and they are actually going on tour this summer. So check that out on their websites or social media, ha- uh, what have you. Uh, and uh, it's going to be a sick tour. I mean, it's a good lineup. Sum 41, Simple Plan, that's pretty good. Uh, I-, I say it's kind of interesting because like Sum 41 is like more... I feel like they've gone more harder than they did in the past. Really? Yeah, yeah it's a like, more pop punk than now. It's a little bit getting into that, yeah, harder rock. Like I think you were saying, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah, because it sounds like I mean, it doesn't. It's not really metal, but it sounds no. Like it. <laughs> it's heavier than what they're used to, though. Exactly. Yeah, because like uh, I mean, their new shit's still good, but like it's a little interesting from. Uh, what we're used to but but we are actually going to watch this video uh, and listen to the song it's called ruin my life featuring Derek Wigley from Sum 41 let's get into it it's the Cowbox Up show with the soundtrack I used to lie awake and let you occupy my mind I used to put you first and always leave myself behind
ruined my life from uh, Simple Plan, featuring Derek Wigley um, from Sum 41. Uh, and I like the song and video. Uh, Isaac, what do you think? I did too. I like this one. I mean, obviously, this one's not one that you can really compare to. Obviously, those are two pretty well-known bands at this point. But, I mean, I enjoyed this song. I mean, I feel like I haven't heard a lot from, like we said, Simple Plan recently. But yeah. this has been good. And Sum 41 is always great to hear partial of, so... Yeah, I, I think it's been good. I know, I know. Like, uh, I feel like Simple Plan has been uh, one of those bands that, like, you know, they they were good for a hot minute, then they kind of disappeared for a while, then they just like came back with the. I think like, they can't. Yeah, you know, then they kind of left for a while, then now they have a brand new album again. So it's kind of like they come back, you know, back and forth, you know, which is pretty cool. Uh, but it's actually nice seeing them in the scene still because, like, they're they're such a good band. You know, oh, yeah. and they've always been like, you know, for so many years, but like, uh, like seeing them like doing the same stuff, you know, it's pretty cool too. Just like Newfound Glory, too. Like, Newfound Glory doesn't Newfound change your sound. So I know, right? Uh, anyways, uh, that was soundtrack. Uh, and uh, today on the episode, too, if I didn't mention this before, we have Dylan from Unwired Society from uh, London. And, uh, if I'm not mistaken, London. Or, or UK, I should say. Uh, and uh, it, it was an interesting interview. Uh, we got into uh, some of the music that they've started out, you know, creating out and stuff like that. Um, really great guy. Um, we talked about, like, you know, different stuff that's, uh, you know, different over there than it is over here in the U.S. Because I was over, I was, like, always curious about, you know, their lifestyle and stuff like that, you know, um, and how things work over there. So that was actually kind of cool to talk about that. <laughs> it, as if I, if I didn't know anything about the UK, but like, uh, it was just interesting hearing it from their perspective because like- Got it from the horse's mouth, man. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, I, I was always curious. So like, uh, next on the on uh, the episode that we're going to have to, uh, we have uh, scenes and scenarios. That's, that's going to be on the next episode. Uh, and they're pretty good guys too. Uh, they're actually from the East Coast. Um, and uh, they talk about the So What Music Fest, uh, or not So What Music Fest, um, the um, when we when we are when we were young fest, whatever. Uh, we talked about that for a little bit because it has a stellar lineup. Um, so that's coming up uh, pretty soon. But uh, but we're gonna take a break. Uh, when we come back, we will have Dylan from Unwired Society, uh, and we uh, as I mentioned before too, uh, we have I think we have four or three episodes left. Of, of the podcast yep. it's getting pretty close uh and uh for everybody that uh, has listened in the past and is still listening i uh, thank you so much for doing that uh thank you so much for checking out our playlist uh it has some good ass music on there uh thank you to isaac you know sticking around for me for the, the long run uh and uh, sticking up with my bullshit uh <laughs> it's actually really fun that we're doing this too together because like we're you know we get so conversational and like sometimes we don't even notice like the time that's passed yeah so it's like yeah uh but anyways yeah we're gonna take a break and we'll have dylan don't want to think about it anymore i'm sick of banging on a locked door i just keep living on the outside Everything is fine, everything is fine, everything is fine. What you looking at the time for? I don't think I've ever been bored. Hands on the clock are keeping high fives. Cause everything is fine, everything is fine, everything is fine. Everybody acts so shameless. Fuck that, fuck you. 
so welcome to the Cadillac South Show, man. Uh, first time it's having, a- yeah, absolutely. Uh, first time having uh, a UK band on the show. So I'm, I'm really excited for this. Uh, you guys, so- yeah. Uh, do you want to introduce your band and uh, tell you tell everybody what you're all about? Okay, so yeah, we are Unwise Society and we are a two-piece punk band from Hull, which is in the UK and... That's pretty much all I have for like introduction. Like, yeah, we're a punk band. We're from the UK. We're from a city called Hull, um, which is not a very well-known city in the UK. But um, we have a specific venue here where big big bands have played before they got big. We've had like Green Day, Cranberries, Radiohead. We've had them play that venue before they got big. So yeah, we we do have that. That's pretty cool, man. I, I'm actually really interested because. Uh... In the States here, you know, we're dealing with uh, COVID still, you know, we're dealing with all the mandates and all that. I'm curious on how you guys are over there with the COVID restrictions, the pandemic. How is it over there right now? Um, So rules have been pretty much relaxed. Like um, it's still recommended to wear a mask in some places, but it's more of an option now. And um, like, uh, full gigs are back on now as well but um, say if you're working in certain places you do have to take a test every time and mm. um, I know for schools and colleges you have to take um, a PCR test um, every now and then and I think most of the UK is vaccinated at this moment and a lot of people are having their boosters so that's where we're at Oh okay, cool, interesting um, How do you, do you guys uh see a lot of like news stuff from the states like over where your guys are located or no what from the states um i have seen like a few bands that i've i've been touring up around the states and um a lot well like a lot of bands i've been putting out music even if they are playing live or not but i have seen a lot of like the bigger bands starting to go out on tours this year now Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool so you guys uh actually go back from 2018 uh, when you guys started the band and you guys have a lot of lineup changes if i'm understanding correctly god it, even like i had an old version of unwired from like 2014 to 2017 mm-hmm. but um that was like a completely different version and that just disbanded and then started it again in 2018 with a certain lineup which broke up in 2019 and then kind of reevaluated everything in 2020, and that's where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Cool. You guys have a new album on the way or anything? Uh, well, we actually are working on an album. Um, we've just recently recorded some songs that are going to be an EP that that's probably going to drop next year. And then after that's done, we'll probably get on the album. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sounds great, man. Now, I want to I know how your guys' writing process is like, uh, since, you know, your your songs are very, uh, I, I, mean, I would say, like, sort of political in a way, but they're, like, more about society and, you know, today and, yeah. and all that stuff. How is that writing process like? Okay, so our first single, Wall of Noise, I was just, um, there was an election happening over here, and I was just, like, really stuff about everything, and just how divided people get and just how easily people can be manipulated by the media and all that kind of stuff. So that's where that one came about. And then our second single, Blackout, came about when all the Black Lives Matter stuff was going on in America and um, pretty much wrote that on the uh, Blackout Tuesday because um, I just felt like I had to get it out there. And then with Loss of Unity, that was just 
I don't know. That was just one that just came without much thought. Like, because I often am just annoyed with the political state of like the world and uh, the UK. So I just end up always writing about these topics. But it's not going to be every single song we do. Like these first three singles are, but mm-hmm. um, I don't just write political. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah, you know, I've seen the video of Loss of Unity. Uh, and I'm kind of confused on like what that video is sort of about because you got you know the guy walking <laughs> you know throughout town and all that <laughs> yeah. connected to our last video wall of noise mm-hmm. uh, and then we're doing a video for blackout next year because we're do- we've done a re-record of it and we're re-releasing it next year so we're going to do mm-hmm. a video of that and it's like a trilogy of like the same story so that guy he's one of my friends who helps run uh, the studio with me, the studio that I uh, co-own. And um, we got him on the Wall Noise video as like a news reporter and we kind of come in and mess up the um, news studio. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing of him at the beginning getting told to get out, that's supposed to be him getting kicked out of the TV studio. And mm-hmm. like it's the aftermath of that video pretty much. So you got to watch like the first video and then like, keep watching like <laughs> yeah make more sense that way okay i think that's quite why i was lost because like i seen the video it was a cool video uh you know you guys like jumping around the room and you know rocking out you know uh, it's a cool video but i didn't really get until like actually now that you told me i should just like go back from the beginning to watch like the first video and then <laughs> yeah. kind of like a kind of like a short film if you will <laughs> yeah. That was the idea of it. Awesome. So, what are your guys' influences uh, with within your music? What were you we've been listening to to create this stuff? Uh, so, our main influence is Green Day. Um, other influences consist of like Ramones, The Clash, Rancid. Uh, God, there's a lot. Um, a lot of local bands, actually. A lot of bands that I'm friends with here in the UK who are local, like. There's bands, there's a lot of bands like called Life, Serial Chiller, Bloodhound, just any kind of local band that I'm friends with who I really like. I'm, I'm constantly influenced by them as well. Um, but as for like the bigger bands, yeah, them ones. And then a bit of Blink 182 as well. And then my bassist is like really into like um, a bit of Pixies, um, some Susie and the Banshees, and kind of a lot of that post-punk kind of stuff but um we're all big fans of green day as well so that's kind of where we found the common ground mm-hmm. have you seen green day live at all yeah uh twice and i'm supposed to be seeing them next year for the hell of guitar oh hell yeah <laughs> that's awesome it, it, it was meant to happen last year but they got pushed back because of covid but it's happening next year that's awesome i like that uh do you guys uh with within your uh with you guys playing, like, you know, uh, the instruments that you play now, how did you guys get into playing or kicking up an instrument and all that? How did you guys get into that? Uh, so I started playing when I was about 12. So I just started getting into music in general, and I had a guitar that had been lying around because I, I did try learning a few years ago. So I picked that up and tried learning, but I was holding it the wrong way around. But my dad's a guitarist and he kind of showed me how to hold it properly and showed me a few open chords. And then I just taught myself then. And then my bassist, Lydia, when I first met her, and which was 2018, she knew a bit of ukulele and she said she'd always wanted to get the bass. So I was like, I'll show you a few things. So 
uh, taught her a few little things on bass, and she just took off and learned herself since then. Wow, and do you do you guys plan on using like the ukulele for any of your songs? <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. Like, it's a good instrument, but I don't think it would suit any of the stuff we do. Nice. Do you uh, have you played anything other than guitar? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a bit of a multi instrumentalist. I do bass, drums, uh, cajon, which is like that thing you sit on. It's like a drum. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of harmonica, bit of piano. I'm not the best at piano, but I can at least play basic notes. And then, yeah, but because uh, I I work as a producer in a studio as well, so I find that doing multiple instruments also helps with that job. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And uh, hopefully we see you guys tour uh, in the future uh, because. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. I, I, I'm i actually like, you know, hoping that, you know, we see that in the future. Uh, who would you want to tour with besides? I'm pretty sure Green Day is like probably the one band you would love to tour oh. with. <laughs> uh, well, there's a local band I know. Well, not local technically, but they're probably local never called Helvers, which are from like Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm good friends with them. And when we finally get over there, I want to play with them. And then there's another band called Stay Out, who are from like the Oakland area. Mm-hmm. So I want so those are like two bands that I that I know over there who I'd love to gig with when we finally get round to go to the States. That's awesome. Uh, I'm kind of curious on like what you guys enjoy uh, like on your spare time besides like doing music. Like what do you, what do you guys love to do? Ooh, um, I'm really big into like films and TV shows. So I like to watch a lot of them and I'm an occasional gamer. Like I'm not really big into it, but I, I, do, I do, I do enjoy some games. So I do do that. Um, and then, Lydia, she just she, she likes she's very into shopping, so she likes going around and getting cool stuff. Um, and yeah, I think I think that's that's it really. Like we we there are other things we do, but like to really sum it up as what we like to do when we're not playing in a band, that's kind of the main things. And uh, what what films and movies have you or sorry films and shows that you guys been watching lately or you've been watching lately that you've been into? Uh, uh, I I introduced my mum to Brooklyn Nine Nine because I, I um, binged through that show joint when we were in lockdown and I absolutely loved it. And then I was like, oh, my mum would probably enjoy this, so we watched through that and then just finished it. I um, Doctor Who has come back recently, so I've been watching that as well. And um, Lydia's like really into I don't know she's into a bunch of stuff she's into like a lot of comedy and stuff but then she's also really into American Horror Story as well and um, but she's quite a film person as well and likes to watch a lot of horror films um, I do I, I can't get through horror films there are some that have a good story that I like but if they don't have a good story I just can't like them because like the gore and scares just aren't enough for me and sometimes I just mm-hmm. can't handle scares <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me well hey that's okay i uh i'm actually like curious on how you know you, you guys you know with, within like uk uh you know you guys see a lot of stuff in the states you know like with films and movies uh i'm curious to know like what the popular movie or show is right now in the uk um god i know it's, this is just in your general world at the moment but i know squid game is quite popular at the moment Nice. But then film-wise, I'd say it's like a lot of the Marvel films, which is quite common around the world anyway, and they're my favourites because I'm a, I'm a big Marvel fan. But a lot of, like, superhero stuff is quite big over here. Um, like, they have a lot of, like, cons. Mm-hmm. 
and cosplay stuff is quite big in the UK as well. That's awesome. Have you have you watched Squid Game at all? Um, I personally haven't got around to seeing it, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because I haven't seen Squid Game yet, <laughs> and it's funny because like you know it's a popular show, you know, and like I'm glad that you haven't seen it yet because I I'm not like you know feeling alone on that one. <laughs> I know, like so many people have seen it, I barely know anyone who hasn't seen it. Yeah, I'm actually kind of jealous though when you uh mentioned about the Marvel uh universe because. Uh, I think I I was seeing that you know you guys get to see the new Spider-Man film two days before. Yeah. The- <laughs> I know I feel very lucky for that because I thought everywhere, but then I realized that it was only here. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, well, that's that's not fair. You guys get to see it two days early. <laughs> people don't spoil it too much, although I'm, I think I'm going to see it opening night. But if I do, I will not be going on the internet. Because it's such a big film that I know there's going to be some idiot who decides to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, because then, like, you know, somebody's going to be, like, pissed off since you spoiled it. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm, not, I'm actually kind of curious on how you guys got into, when, when you were younger, uh, on how you guys got into, like, pop punk, uh, emo kind of stuff, because... Um, I know, like, you know, here in the United States, you know, we everybody started from, you know, the emo stuff over here. And then I'm yeah. kind of curious on how that came about in the UK um, once everything was starting to get out there and all that. How did you guys get into that kind of music? Well, for me, uh, my mom was into, like, Green Day and Rancid and, like, that kind of punk. And then my dad's, like, really into, like, the classic 70s punk. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of got my music taste from them and then from Green Day I branched out into other ones and that's how I found the moons and then through that I also found like Blink-182, Sum 41 like, and a lot of like the American pop-punk bands and that's how I got into them um, Lydia's not as into the pop-punk stuff as me but she got into Green Day through her mum because of the American Idiot album and then that's how she got into them and then I'm not too sure how she got into a lot. I think a lot of the bands she got into were due to her mum, listening to her like Susie and the Banshees and Fleetwood Mac and that kind of stuff. And then I introduced her to a lot of like the local bands we have here and a lot of like punk bands. And that's how she kind of got more into punk. I actually been interested like on in how like, you know, people in the UK got into that stuff because like it's all about, I think the word is like diasporic, you know, like the movement, you know, from emo, like it started here like in the United States and then the, all over the world, you know, people got into that stuff, you know. Yeah, well, we we had like a punk movement that was quite big in the UK in like the seventies, like when uh, Sex Pistols and The Damned and bands like that all came out. Like there was quite a big punk movement back in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Although I think that came from America. Like I'm, um, although I'm into punk, um, I have researched into this and I've kind of forgotten some of the more intricate details. So don't go, don't all get stabbed by some elitists, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it kind of blended over in um, from the US into UK, and then that happened, and then that got big and came into its own thing. But um, like punk's not a big thing in the UK as a whole, but there are like cities that have quite a big scene. Like Hull does have quite a um, big music scene. Like not just for punk bands, just for all the local bands. There's quite a big scene of people who just 
know each other and are all nice to each other and support each other. And then I think there's quite good punk scenes in like Manchester and Bristol as well, um, which we need to get over and play because I've heard that they're really good for um, punk bands to play. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Uh, I, I'm actually like interested in like uh, the cities that you have not been in uh, within like the UK and and from there on uh, from there forward on. How do you? Is there like a city that you would like to visit, um, even outside the UK? Even well, I'd love to visit Oakland, California, because that's where Green Day started, and there's a particular venue over there called Nine Two Four Gilman Street, which is. Um, it reminds me of the venue that we have here, where it's very DIY and um, there's a big community of people, and there's just all kinds of different bands playing. And it's got it's got a lot of history as well of bands that have played there, kind of like our venue. So I'd love mm. to play that, or even just like go on holiday to the states and just go to a gig there. And then here, um, I'd l- I have been to Manchester, but I'd love to go again because it's got a really good community and got some really cool shops and venues over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd love to visit Bristol, like I was mentioning, because I've heard they've got quite a good punk scene over there. And yeah, I, d- I don't think there's any other places I'd visit. There's probably more, but I can't think off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the most historic venue in in the UK that uh, bands have played in the past and all that? Um, God, I think probably the most well known venue that has a lot of historical value to it is the um, the Cavern oh, okay. in Liverpool, because um, that's like where the Beatles used to play a lot. And mm-hmm. I'd say that's probably like the venue with the most historical value. Like I think it's a museum now as well, um, dedicated to the Beatles. So I'd say that's like the venue with the most history. So what what's it like down uh by like Algie Road? Uh because <laughs> that's like more of like a, a tourist hotspot, you know. Uh, I've never actually visited it. I know that the studio's still going because um my friend Nick, who's a producer, a band he recorded, they got their song mastered there, and it was quite a big thing because you know, they're such a high-end studio and the fact that they managed to get the song mastered over there, that was a big thing. Um, but a lot of people parody that um, the cover of that album. Mm. I see a lot of posting pictures of them copying that photo. So, yeah, it's very well known. And, um, yeah, I have never actually visited it. That's actually something I'd quite like to visit one day. But that's up in London. That's, like, our main big city. Like, that's the city that everyone knows in mm. the UK. And have you ever gotten into the Beatles? Like, are you a Beatles fan? Yeah, yeah, I quite like them. My my mum's a big uh, Beatles fan, so that's how I got into them. And um, I'm not as big into them as her, but I can appreciate what they've done, especially recording-wise, because as a producer and engineer, the stuff that they kind of innovated recording-wise is just really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I think it's really cool how uh, you can actually find, like, you know, still to this day, you can find their vinyls. Uh, you know, somewhere yeah. online and in the stores. Are you a big, are you a big vinyl collector at all? Well, I have quite a lot of vinyls. Um, I don't have a vinyl player at the moment, but when I'm moving into my own flat, I'm going to have a vinyl player so that I can actually play them properly. Um, but I used to work at a record store, which is where I started to appreciate vinyl more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like because there was there was like a used record section where people brought records in, and they were always really cheap. Like you could get them for like a five or even three, 
three pound um that's the currency here mm-hmm. um the yeah like I'd, I'd get quite a few from the use section and then they would they would sometimes get some really cool records in and then also a great thing about the store that we had is we would sell like cds and vinyls of local bands as well which a lot of there's not a lot of record stores here but um i think there's at least one that everyone knows but they don't sell they, they sell mostly like stuff from like the old days like the older bands and the bigger bands uh, we were quite unique when we were about because we saw like local stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what's your favorite format? Like with, when it comes to music, like I, how do you like, uh, do, you, do you like vinyl more over CDs or digital over CDs? Like what do you prefer? Mm, I don't know. Like there's, um, there's like, there's pros to all of them. Like the thing that I do often don't like about digital is that it compresses um the quality a little bit more uh, like vinyl and cd it's a bit more clear quality but there are pros to all of them but i think mine's always been cd like i do love like i don't know there's just something about the vinyl format that just feels so much more precious and special but a cd is one that's just more portable and easier to listen to on a daily basis Mm -hmm. Uh, and i've just i've been collecting cds for years as well so it's just it's the thing i'm most used to Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool because that's interesting to uh, to say because like you know with me like you know I prefer I mean really any format honestly I mean I love playing vinyls and all uh, I mean I know a lot of people prefer like the whole digital format because that's you know basically the whole thing that you know <laughs> that you use nowadays uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to recording though um, I know a lot of artists and all that you know they they kind of experiment in the studio with you know, recording on vinyl or recording on, you know, whatever. Um, have you ever thought about, like, recording something onto, like, a, an older equipment? Or, like, do you guys, like, want to stick with that newer stuff to record and all that? Well, the great thing about the mixing desk I have is a hybrid mixing desk. They call it where it's a digital desk, but it's got analog features, so I kind of have the choice of mixing in analog if I ever want to. But in terms of, like, formats, like, God, um, uh, the studio we have doesn't have, like, the older equipment, although my friend Nicky has, like, a really old, like, uh, analog desk, so I'd be, I'd be cur- curious to try that out eventually and get, like, an analog mix. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't actually thought too much about it. Like it would be cool eventually if I could afford it to get like a tape machine and have that option. Cause I know that um I think um I'm not sure if he does anymore, but I know Dave Grohl really likes still recording to tape because of um the quality he gets from it. Mm-hmm. And that's to experiment with. Um when I was doing music technology at college, they had like an old tape machine and we'll we're meant to do a mix through that and recording, but we never got around to it. But I would have loved to have tried that out. Mm, that's awesome. I, I think that'd be kind of interesting because, like, a lot, of, I know, like, a lot of artists, you know, like to experiment with that stuff. And, like, I know over, uh, you know, even in Australia, you know, all around the world, they got like awesome equipment. And then, like, here in the United States, it's just like basic. <laughs> it's like, what <laughs> um I, i'm actually like interested in uh your uh you, you mentioned college uh, a little bit ago um did you finish college at all like or do you uh like what, what did you go for 
Okay, so how it is here is that we have high school and then college and then university. And I, th- I think university to the States is college. I think that's how it works. Mm-hmm. But at college, yeah, I did finish all, all the things that I was doing. I did level two and level three music technology and then went on to do like uni level, uh, level four and five music. And I just finished that last year and I have a graduation next year. So I did see it through. Um, but ever since that, I've been doing part-time self-employed work at a studio. So, um, but I've actually found that even though I learned a lot of good stuff in college, it was when I got out of college that I actually got better at a lot of my skills. Mm-hmm. Like really put myself out there and got better. I mean, those three singles we have out, they were recorded and mixed by me at my own studio. So, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh what what would you what would you change like if you weren't like doing music or anything what would you be doing right now honestly i don't know it's one of them things that i've been doing for so long that i don't actually know what i'd be doing if um if i didn't do it i'd probably be in some boring nine-to-five job like <laughs> not completely because i can't really think of anything else i'd be doing like i'd if I wasn't a musician, I'd have to do something creative, like whether it was like in art or photography or videographer or just any or lab sound engineer. Like it would just have to be something in that realm. Like I wouldn't mm. be able to do something that's not that. That's not too bad though. I uh, I, I'm actually interested uh, that you said that you know high school, college, university. So down uh, up there, like in the UK, like so. Because I've always, like, was interested because you guys, your guys' society is a little different than, like, you know, the American culture. Uh, and so is is a university still a college or is that something completely different? And now uh, here it's a completely different term. Like, um, college is what you do before you go to university. Like, you, uh, college is where you go, like, because in, here in high school, you're here from, like, I don't know, ages 11 till 16, and then you go to college. Because I think over there, isn't it, that you finish high school at, like, 18? Is that mm. still how it's there? Yeah, I, I think I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm not up to date on how things are over there. Saying I live here in the United States, so... <laughs> I don't uh, even know myself. I, I, I still do. I think that's still how it is. But, yeah, because I know for you guys, it's like... You're at um, school till like eighteen, and then you go to college, which is pretty much uni here. Because I've I've seen in plenty of films and American friends that I have that when they go to college, sometimes they, they go to like another state to attend, and that's what happens here sometimes with university. Like some people will go to a different city mm-hmm. um, and go there. For me, I just stayed here because um, just and the the. So here at college, they have like a thing called further education where it's like you're going to uni, but you get to remain in college and you don't have those really big lectures. So it's a bit more one-to-one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I went with because I didn't want to be in like those big lecture rooms. Because um, I know over here, sometimes uh, the students don't actually get to talk to their teacher that much because there's so many pupils. Um, so that that enabled me to be a bit more one-to-one with my teacher and it was just a better experience for me mm-hmm. that's pretty interesting I, I've always like was very interested in that in, the, in like your guys's like you know society and culture because like you know one day hopefully 
I get to travel to the UK and all that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I think that's actually really cool. And like how, how your guys is, you know, like everyday life over there is just really, really interesting. And plus, you know, the music over there is, you know, you guys take like music scene seriously. Uh, <laughs> I would have yeah, to like, say- Yeah, like music is quite big in Europe in general. Like um, the American bands always say that they love the UK and Europe crowds because they're just like, you know, they can be much more, if you get what I mean, like mm-hmm. more lively in the crowd. But that's just how we are. Yeah, that's actually really cool though. Like how how often do you get to see like the big bands? Because I know big bands like go over there like every like two years or so well, or here tonight. You what? I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> the, the, the offspring are here tonight in Hull, which is pretty big. We haven't actually had big bands come in and play in here, but we recently well, it's not even that recent anymore, but we have like a venue here called Burner Arena. Mm-hmm. Um that up and it's like a massive venue so a lot of bigger bands have started coming down here so i think we had bullet for my valentine i know that brimmy the rising have been here as well and then the offspring are here tonight and i'll be going to that and then and then next year obviously i'm seeing green there but that's in a place called Huddersfield on at like a big stadium and then i'm seeing a band called Angels and Airwaves up in Leeds, which is about an hour from here. And that's my first time seeing them. So I'm really... Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, hey, you're in for a ride, dude, because like Angels and Airwaves is so good live. (laughs) My favourite bands of all time. I've listened to that new album so much. Oh, don't get me started on live forms. That that album is amazing. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's my favourite album. It's one of the most re-listenable ones because, I mean, I love all their albums, but uh, Love 2 is probably the weakest to me just because it kind of suffers from sounding the same a bit too much. You could kind of tell that point that that old sound was starting to wear thin and then The Dreamwalker was like a nice breath, breath of fresh air and then Life Forms was just the perfect blend of all Tom's different influences. I actually yeah. like the Spacey stuff too. Uh, <laughs> do you I, enjoy it? Yeah, I think I Empire is my favorite from Spacey Sound, mm-hmm. and you know, the Adventure will always be one of the greatest songs. Mm. I think so too. I I think like the the way that Tom DeLonge did the whole process with those albums. I mean, they've always been like Spacey and all that. I I dig it. I think it's cool for like you know even for the music industry, you know, something different and something for everybody to listen to. You know. Like you- some of that spacey sound on new album, like you've got Time Bomb and Automatic that specifically comes to mind. And then Losing My Mind, even though the verse is completely different, it's still um it's still got that typical Angels and Airways thing where it starts quiet and then crescendos into a big chorus. And then I don't know, I think my favourites are probably Automatic, uh, Euphoria, No More Guns and Probably Time Bomb, that's one of my favorite openers by them. I love the Evocator effects at the in the intro. Mm. I actually like all those songs. I do you like do you also like uh, Kiss and Tell? Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, um, that's a play on guitar. Really? That's a that's a good one to learn on guitar, actually. <laughs> well, I've got like a Tom DeLong hollow body guitar that I just found in a shop over here for two hundred uh, pound. What? So, I got I got a good deal with it. I think it had it was higher, but I think because it had been there for a bit, they put the price down. So I came at like the right time. 
that is awesome. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know. Tom's the whole reason that I, I, I started playing with a delay pedal and got a box amp. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. So I have, I have a question for you. So uh, what do you prefer usually? Do you prefer Blink-182, Boxcar Racer, or Angels and Airwaves? It's a hard question. Like, I love them all for different reasons. But I think Angels and Airwaves is kind of the band where Tom really started to experiment and kind of show that he's more than a jokester. But then Boxcar Racer was also great for that as well and kind of showed a different side to him. But and I think because he's been in Angels and Airwaves longer, he's been able to show off more of what he can do. And they're more than a band as well. Like, you know, they've done the Poet Anderson short film. They did the love film. Um, and they've done like these books and uh, comics and there's just and then there's that Monsters of California movie coming out and there's just something more interesting about them because they're more than just a band and do these really ambitious things. Do you uh, do you also like gorillas as well? Yeah, my brother is a massive fan of them, but yeah, <laughs> I do like it's really interesting. Um, that they've got the music and then they've got all the animated stuff to go along with it and they actually have like a whole backstory to it. I mean, as well, on topic of Tom Blonde, him directing all the new music videos for Angels and Airways recently, that was what got me interested in co-directing. So this Lost Unity video was co-directed by me because I was seeing what he was doing that and I've always been interested in like directing and all that, but seeing him doing it on his own as well, kind of made me really interested in giving it a try. So that new video, Philosophy Unity, basically the whole scenario with that guy who gets thrown out, that was the videographer, Rob Moses. And then like the performance stuff, the way it shot and all that, that was like all my idea. So it was a really collaborative process and my first um, kind of thing into directing and that was cool. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that artists and bands should go over the top with like besides just doing music? Do you think it would be kind of cool to have that creative aspect with like it's just more than just music? Yeah, it would be really cool actually. Like not every band has to do it because some bands can be just abandoned. It works like Green Day have done that for years and it works, but it would be cool to see some bands do like some things like I don't know, safe if they had a book alongside it and they had like the album as a score mm. um that i don't know like um it, it would be cool to see bands branch into different things but there are often a lot of bands that are very diy and they'll do their own videos and that kind of stuff like that that kind of diy mentality is quite popular over here especially in a lot of the whole bands that I know. A lot of them are just very DIY and do a lot of mm. things themselves. That's actually really cool. I think it'd be kind of cool to see like more bands to do that, like go over the top, get more creative than just like doing the... I mean, like it's cool to just do the music, but I think it'd be kind of cool to see like another aspect with like, you know, how Angels and Airways did it, Gorillas, you know. Um, I mean, like have like a sort of backstory and like a... I mean, even, like, I know you can, like, call, like, the albums, like, concept albums, but, like, you can, like, have, like, a a concept, like, aspect to it as well. Well, um, like, that was the idea with having the videos link up, because I was like, we could just make them separate videos, like, typical, but um, because they're all political songs, I was like, well, they all kind of follow a similar narrative with what we talk about, like, different aspects of it, but they're all mm. political 
like, well, maybe we should have it all link up and kind of follow this one story, but a different set in each town kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. I, I like that. I like how you guys are like thinking outside the box with like your guys' music as well. Um, I would have to say though uh, that we did add Lost Unity to our podcast playlist uh, recently. Mm. So <laughs> I, I wanted to give you guys a heads up on that because I actually dig the song. The song's actually really good. The guitar riff, the you know, everything about it is just very big yeah. credit idea for that main uh, riff. Um, we were sat in my kitchen and she came up with that riff and then I came up with the uh, chorus, you know, like the kind of going up pattern. I came up with that bit and then we just put it together. And yeah, that's how that song started. And that song's like very like Rage Against Machine inspired, but not like too much. Like you can hear the vibe, mm-hmm. especially the drum beat, but it's not like just straight up copying. It still fits with the other two songs that we did because I want us to like have some songs are a bit more diverse but not too stray in a way like if you get what i mean yeah oh yeah definitely and i think that you guys are uh did a good job on the song and like i'm hoping to hear more from you guys pretty soon as well because i know like you guys don't have a lot and you guys have a lot but you guys don't have a lot yet but i know you guys will soon uh and i hope to hear you guys more in the future and i hope to um you know talk to you guys more and all that that'd be kind of cool well you will dig all the songs on the EP because it's got like some slightly Angels and Airways influence stuff in there with the delay guitar, and it's mm. got like a filler that's pretty Tom Delonish. That that's awesome. <laughs> I like that. Well, uh, that's all the time we got for you uh, with you, uh, Dylan. Uh, I would like to thank you for joining me at the Kyle Rocks Out show. Uh, and Unwired Society, you can check them out on their socials. Would you want to give out the socials before we go? Yeah, so you can just look up Unwired Society on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and just look up Unwired Society again on streaming service of your choice. Um, it, it's quite, it's one of those names where when you type it in, we do just come up. There's not like a million different things so we're quite easy to find or go to our website musicglue.com slash unwired society and everything's all on there so um if you want to find all our links in one you can find it there Speaks up, they just keep their mouth shut. Hopefully, it blows over. Media's in chaos, people are brainwashed. The world's on fire. Will this ever end? We should be united, not divided. No one's free until we're all Lies and people are consumed by the social media, believing everything they see. Climate change is real, it's seen as just a hoax. We're living in a fantasy, we need to wake up now. We should be united, not divided. No one's free until we're all free. There's a loss of unity, there's a loss of unity. Lost the unity